Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Before we take a slight break, we won't be here next week, we thought we'd visit some days of the future's past. What do we mean by that, aside from the title being that of a great uh, album, I guess, of the 1970s, if I recall? What we're going to do is we're going to talk to some people that were around in air cargo, had big name in air cargo for the past 20 or 30 years. Maybe they haven't been around the last five or 10. That doesn't mean they're not thinking about air cargo. It's a curious thing. Something I learned early in our effort 45 years ago to create a publication quite unlike any other for the air cargo industry. In order to have a clearer vision of what lies ahead, be sure and gather as much information as possible that deals with what's already happened. So the first order of business at Flying Typers has always been to cast a clear line to the history of air cargo. Now with the COVID-19 touching every part of the world with every person that you ever met, part of a common experience, we thought to write to some people who spent the best years of their lives building the industry, but now in retirement might be nudged into venturing forth with some ideas and opinions to share with the folks who in 2020 are actively day-to-day doing the heavy lifting in our business today. Thankfully, we've made some progress and we're, we, we spoke to Ram Menon, the man who began on the ramp in Dubai when Emirates Airlines had only a couple of leased-in planes from Pakistan Air and then for the next three decades was the most responsible for Sky Cargo emerging as a world power. Along the way, Ram orchestrated the Tiaka show in Dubai in 1996 that completely turned that organization around. In fact, he set them on a trail that, in my opinion, is the reason they're still in business today. They've never been greater than they were when Ron put on that show. He recognized it. He worked for the industry. He did terrific work. So we nudged him. We said, listen, come out of your man cave in uh, in Luxembourg and uh, tell us what you think. And guess what? He did. We also today ha- have some transcript we obtained from Dave Brooks, who was president cargo for American Airlines from year to year. And he uh, shared some thoughts. He's been gone for about seven or eight years since he retired at American. But he was quite a guy and uh, spent at least 20 years as the first modern president of cargo that really advanced that airline into the big time. They had come out of the shell with Bill Bosch when uh, Crandall was running the company, but Brooks came in and brought in some solid systems that have held them in good stead, very professionally, all these years into the future. So what these people have to say from where they are, since they're still paying some attention, well, we find it reassuring. We're quite thankful to all of these gentlemen, including the great Jacques Ancher, who checks in from the Netherlands. Jacques is and was one of the great innovators and mentors, remains one of the great mentors of the air cargo business, of the airline business, guy that did absolutely original things during the 1980s and 90s. Jacques will be with us in a moment.
Flying Talkers 2020 is brought to you by the people of ATC, simply the best GSSA in the transportation business. ATC today delivers the global airline cargo business the fastest growing, most respected general service and sales organization in the world. ATC Can Do Difference creates for all ideal situations designed by people working together to win. To discover what ATC can bring to your business anywhere in the world, contact HQ at atc-aviation.com or take a look and reach out at www.atc-aviation.com or you can call at 490-6969-80530. ATC, one world, one global air cargo GSSA. Every once in a while, late night conversations turn to people we've known over the years in the air cargo business. Make no mistake about it, despite changes felt in almost every quarter of the air cargo experience, this industry is still all about people. There have been few people who have touched almost every facet of air cargo, even impacting people in companies rather than their own. But in all my 45 years plus in air cargo, there's one individual who stands tallest as a dreamer and a doer, and maybe even more importantly, as a great mentor in the air cargo industry. People walking around today in all sorts of positions in air cargo, decades after he retired, are still affected by a gentleman by the name of Jacques Ancher. During his reign as president, as president of cargo at KLM, Jacques brought ACMI lift as an originator of that form of transportation and positioned itself as an undisputed leader in several segments of air cargo at KLM, including live animal and perishables transport. The driving influence for much of this advancement was Jacques Ancher. KLM is well known as a great cargo airline, dating all the way back to its foundings, flying to England and other places. Jacques brought it into the modern era with this incredible dream. It's still talked about today. So here's somebody you should know about. Our senior editor at 103, Richard Malkin, wrote in Flying Typers in 2014 when Jacques entered the Tiaka Hall of Fame in Istanbul. We were there for that ceremony that honored him. He said, Jacques has a remarkable ability to reduce difficult issues to common terms, and he sought to maintain a reasonable balance among carrier, forwarder, and customer in a wildly competitive universe. In negotiations, his was the exacting language of a businessman, not of the manager of some glamorous service. Now as the world awaits deliverance, to close the quote there, now as the world awaits deliverance from COVID-19, here's what Jacques said Sunday, August the 3rd. Jacques Ancher said, I believe that the industry will do what is expected when the vaccines arrive. It started already with the air bridge to Berlin in 1949, 1,400 flights in 24 hours. 
Now that's inventive. And the medical supplies earlier this year, in exceptional situations, the air cargo industry is at its best. The problem begins when this is done. Short haul leisure travel will come back fast and will continue growing. The long haul and business market, however, will take a long time to recover. And it is these larger aircraft that the air cargo industry needs. Now I believe we will be confronted with the lack of innovation in development of aircraft, the relationship with the forwarders still keeping each other hostage, the backlog and automation, more than 40 years of trying, the shifts in global production, 3D printers, the Italian accessories, etc. Our clients and competition have left us and traveled out of sight. We need to face the fact that Amazon, Apple, AliExpress, they're someplace else. For the next 10 years, I believe it is one airline. Passenger and cargo should come together, optimize revenues and costs. If people do not agree, blame my age or the heat wave. That's Jacques Ancher reporting, speaking to us from the Netherlands on August 23rd. This is Jeffrey Aaron. If there ever was a perfect storm, this is it. This is Ron Menon speaking from his home in Luxembourg. He says the COVID-19 pandemic makes every other crisis that we called a perfect storm during that time, 2008, 2009, the market crashes, etc., look like so looks like a walk in the park. Having gone through our own share of wars, market crashes, epidemics, and pandemics, even though this time around the air cargo industry came on its own to support the world, I'm quite happy to sit this one out and watch it all playing out from a gallery seat. I'm sure that every business company always has contingency plans, continuity plans, and all of this, but none of these plans could have made provision for a situation where the entire world came to a standstill. So with the best will in the world, no country, no business would not have a plan for 2020, the global pandemic. It's very evident that world governments seem to have been caught short on anything and everything. We all know and live through the globalization process and have seen manufacturing and supply chain operations being optimized. However, this pandemic has exposed how the aforementioned optimization has ended up in reliance on one single country. And while this is happening, how this country has also managed to get within the various economies and we're yielding firm control on world trade. It has virtually pulled off the blanket and exposed how naked the world economy was or is underneath, Ron Menon said. We were already reeling from the effects of various trade wars the air cargo business was affected by geopolitical activities that were putting undue stress on world trade. The global village right now is also seeing the best and worst in leadership in dealing with and containing the pandemic. In some cases, 
sometimes self-inflicted addition to the woes that the world is already going through and putting more pressures on already strained frontliners who are helping to contain the pandemic. Let's face it, aviation got clobbered. The aviation industry by far is one of the worst impacted by COVID-19. Though a lot of governments have come out supporting it, the uncertainty of the borders opening up to regular travel and trade has created fresh agony as cash reserves and funding are drying out. The airlines who had a strong product have fared much better than others who had not invested in cargo. The fact remains that outside an economic downturn, cargo has to fly to support any kind of crisis anywhere in the world. It's a very loud message we send to all in the commercial airlines that a strong cargo operation is a very strong pillar of any airline business. That's Ron Menon. The passenger side of the business is likely to take two to four years for a full recovery. Cargo revenues will be very critical to the sustainability of any airline. In situations like this, when the world is in a lockdown mode, the evolving technologies play a very important role. We're fortunate that this has happened at a time that the world is already quite well into digitalization and it's allowed remote working, keeping the wheels of large numbers of business in motion. Physical contacts have been replaced with virtual online contacts meetings. The air cargo industry has been very slow to embrace digitalization. Who doesn't know that? And now it's playing catch up. Situations like the one we're in right now, Ron Menon said, should be looked at as an opportunity to reset and reboot our business. Right now, you're allowed to discard old inefficient ways of, of your doing your work and embrace the new paradigm where the old rules don't apply and the new rules are not written. Take advantage of that. Embracing the change has got to be the top priority in anybody's approach right now. My team at Emirates Cargo at Sky Cargo embraced big change during the global financial crisis of 2008 and 10 and had excellent results that allowed us to completely digitize resulting in increased productivity and optimizing efficiency, bringing our unit costs down. Well, if you're homeward bound or WFH working from home, that's become the operative acronym now. Remote working facilities have been available for a few years, but it's taken a pandemic to establish the value of it and put it into practice. Companies are also realizing that it adds value to their business in terms to lower cost of real estate by allowing employees to work from home and also improves employee productivity. I'll believe that. Employees are also finding that they tend to be able to get a lot done with flexi timings while improving their life on the domestic front. In other words, it ain't ever gonna be the same again. Lesser traffic on roads, I've noticed, also benefits the environment. So why not? Here's the human connection. Remote communications working are great. However, this should not take the warmth away from the human interaction, which is critical to building relationships. So we will all need to create a new hybrid norm which will have a balance between human and remote interaction. Well, Ron points out that 
perhaps his life is less retiring than expected. When he says, as a retiree, I found that this pandemic has allowed me to create SFH, I love these acronyms, socializing from home as a norm. The best part of it is that with the lockdown, most people were home and had plenty of time for interaction. So virtual get together with friends around the world has become quite the norm, enhancing the social connectivity. To sit at home with a glass of an adult beverage whilst talking to friends and family in various parts of the world at the same time also brings people closer to each other, especially in a world where people tend to be too busy and scheduling a physical meeting or a come together is very challenging. I have now been able to establish connection and rekindle friendship with folks I have had no contact with for several decades. And you can count me, Jeffrey is part of those people, right? And last and perhaps most endearing, Ram is somebody who's, frankly speaking, always looking for a silver lining. Very positive guy in a world that's constantly at each other. Here in the United States with the elections, you can barely watch television anymore. Everybody's got one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. Ram is one of those people in a big group or an organization and why he was so effective in the cargo business at Emirates and then so effective in leading the industry and supporting industry initiatives that moved so far forward during his time that frankly we miss him today. Listen to what he said. I've caught up with folks going back to my school college days. So the COVID-19 situation while looking for continued human connection is not all that negative. It has given us so many possibilities to enhance the quality of our work-life environment as well as business efficiencies. Most businesses and households are now burdened with higher costs and loss of income and piling up debts. Not to mention the horrific and unimaginably terrible loss of life and sickness that's been brought onto this entire universe. But it's very important we look for reducing our costs and the use of available technology and developing that today and tomorrow. There'll be lots of pain in the short term, but there's also a bright future we can all look ahead to. Like it or not, there's been a reset and a reboot, reboot situation in all aspects of our life going forward. We must unload the baggage of yesterday so that a new norm can be embraced and fully developed. Has, has always been our that tradition in air cargo to do that thing. Well, thanks, Ram. Thanks for those bright words. And we wish you good health and uh, continued observation on the industry. And check in every once in a while because words to the wise beat a punch in the nose any day of the week. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Dave Brooks assumed command of American Airlines Cargo in 1996, and he continued at that post for one month short of 16 years, retiring in 2016. Dave, out of the gate, led the charge for innovation at American Airlines Cargo, making that cargo resource, come to speak of it, the first 
U.S. flag airline to offer E-Freight internationally. Today, Dave serves as a non-executive director at Saudi Cargo. He's retired, but he's paying attention. We ask him what he'd like to see happen in 2020 to the air cargo business. And this man of very few words, this very smart guy, did not break a beat and said, quote, I would like to see active collaboration in the air cargo community on how to address the shifting goods distribution environment on two fronts. First, the effect of the emergence of the e-commerce business model, which is emphasizing end-to-end peace-level shipment logistics with fewer intermediaries. And second, air cargo should seek understanding of the trends that may lead to big changes in where manufacturers choose to set up shop and therefore where new air cargo hubs and logistics centers may emerge. Cooperation and paying attention. We ask him, you know, we sort of operate under the under the blanket or under the cloud, as Ron mentioned that before, the blanket has been pulled off. But we wondered if we saw the worldwide acclaim that we've gotten, cargo business, because every part of the industry has been touched by the fact that the world seems to be paying attention to the cargo business like it never has before, not like it had since the Berlin airlift that fastened the world's attention to the possibilities of air cargo. So we asked him, do you think that's been good? And do you think it's been a positive? And do you recognize it? And his word, again, very few words, yes. And put a slammer, which in newspaper terms is an exclamation point after his yes. Now is the time to market air cargo capabilities to stakeholders, governments, airports, private equities, and customs authorities. That's what Dave Brooks said. And we, we take that right to heart. Recently, there was a seminar that gained attention from Bloomberg and some other people where some cargo people sat around and they were asked, do you think you can carry it if the pharma comes in, if there's a vaccine? They were scratching their heads saying, gee, we don't know. I don't know. It's an awfully big demand. They gave the impression that we read that Air Cargo didn't know what the hell it was doing, which I think is the wrong impression to send out there because, as a matter of fact, this is the most inventive group of people that I've met or come across in my lifetime. We prove it again and again and again. Air Cargo finds a way. What Air Cargo needs is leadership that fastens the attention of the world to our business and brings our business mainstream because there's plenty of business for everyone and plenty of capabilities everywhere. So yes, now is the time to market our sector's capabilities to stakeholders, to governments, airports, private equity, customs authority, said Dave Brooks. And I say, stop all the namby-pamby business. If you get a shot, at worldwide attention via Bloomberg when you're holding a seminar or a webinar, you don't have to do a sales job. You just have to look, as Ram would say, for the silver lining. Look for the possibilities by lifting all of us that we can realize. Okay, that's enough of that rant. Let's get back to this. How can Air Cargo best cope with the need for effective deliveries of vaccines when the antidote comes? This is what Dave said. 
Everybody's been jumping on the pharma bandwagon for the past 15 years. All eyes will be on how the vaccine is actually getting to the medical facilities around the world. So if you know you're ready for prime time, this is the moment you've been waiting for. If you still have kinks in your pharma execution, better to focus on secondary products like supporting materials, such as vials and some things that the industry needs right now. We reported on on how uh, on how uh, Pfizer had basically bought a corning factory in upstate New York that makes vials. Right after that factory got a couple of hundred million dollars from the government to expand their operations. I mean, it's a uh, uh, the word bought means that they've come in and bought so much production from that company, they've practically taken over the line. Then we asked Dave what he thought as a story of 2020 unfolds that he might, that he might especially perhaps that he learned during a similar parallel experience while he spent that 16 years uh, as the head of president of American Airlines Cargo. And Dave said, reflecting I guess 911, although the effect on the air cargo industry was the complete opposite from that time, sudden increase in demand versus sudden safety driven negative effect on demand after 911. The lesson for when this happens again is the value of resilience. The inhibitors of resilience are organizational bureaucracy. The inhibitors of resilience are organizational bureaucracy, dependence on legacy infrastructure, and a tolerance for less than complete commitment to customer service, Dave Brooks concluded. Right to the point, voice from our past, very much a voice of futurist, Dave Brooks, thanks for that. This is Jeffrey Arendt. So we hear this great news, great news because it's positive, it wants to bring us to the fore, wants to get us engaged, wants to make the air cargo business march. American Airlines said the carrier is going to operate a thousand cargo only flights in September, serving 32 cities. A plan that began as an experiment that has now grown exponentially over the past six months. We didn't have a playbook. We've never done this before, the carrier said. We began to explore how much cargo we could take if we couldn't transport passengers. Nothing like a horrific pandemic, not to make light of it, to smarten people up. Well, what are you going to do with all this space? It's uh, go or stop. It's uh, slow or fast. Let's jump on the rail. Let's get into the air. Let's do something different. Let's action, action, action. Tom Howard, a manager at American's Integrated Operations Center, who led the development of this operation to have a thousand cargo flights in September, said we had to build all of this and coordinate how it flows with our scheduled passenger service because, well, guess, guess what? We don't have any freighters. We're a passenger airline. It's satisfying to know that we're both keeping American in the air and keeping the world economy afloat, said Dennis Fiddler, who doesn't fiddle around. He's a customer service manager with 30 years under his belt at American Cargo's facility in Miami. We ensure countries are able to supply others with essential supplies. Although it feels like our borders are further apart because of COVID-19, here our team is able to shorten that distance 
during a time of need. That's a good time feeling. We're doing some business. Look, cargo can't carry the entire airline. This is me speaking now. Let's face it, we know that. But it certainly does better to keep moving than sitting still. Come September, when more than a thousand scheduled cargo-only flights will be the American Airlines flagship, accompanied by 1,200 passenger flights, also offering cargo, there'll be 2,200 flights in all throughout the month. Not what it was, not what it has to be, but certainly a step in the right direction, taking off from an airport near you. Innovation, the opportunity to do something, air cargo goes out and it does it. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Here's an example of what can be done when you put your mind to it. United Cargo, Jan Krems, he's a cargo superstar. Listen to what he's done. Cargo at United has flown 5,000 cargo-only flights since March 19th. 5,000. Amidst all the bad news of layoffs and forced early retirement, Jan Krems, president of UA Cargo, has demonstrated in vivid results what a dedicated, inventive and no limits all-out cargo professional can do given the broad canvas to step up to the plate. There are passenger freighters at UA today that have moved mountains, not just boxes, transporting more than 170 million pounds of cargo, including medical supplies and other cargoes around the world. Jan Krem's hair is on fire. He shepherded UA cargo into a 30% jump in second quarter cargo revenues compared to 2019. Cargo Smart Krems, as said, is the superstar of the cargo business that no matter who you work for, who you are, rates kudos from the industry for showing us all a different way. Get off your duff. You can sell the stuff to a waiting world. You just have to have determination and heart. Krems, through a brilliant career, first at KLM, then as top management at Air France KLM, not only has shown leadership during his brilliant career, he's also approachable and kind, a real professor of the air cargo form, tough, but also with a milk of human kindness by the court in every vein. Typical, he credits others and he says, I'm proud of our team for staying focused on our mission to provide high quality service and to keep our customers connected with the goods they need the most. Sounds like corporate speak to me, but through it all, there's this other guy, this Jan Krems. He's doing a great job. He's giving us all an example of what we can do if we set our minds to it, and there's no giving up. So we're in touch, so you be in touch. We're gonna be gone next week. We'll be back on September the 8th. We thank you for listening to us this time. Until next time, we say keep them flying. Jeffrey Aaron here with you. Bulletins at once as always, but we're going to take a few days off. Keep them flying, Air Cargo. Goodbye.
Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, One Global Air Cargo General Service and Sales Agent, GSSA. ATC is your key to the air cargo market, both local and internationally. ATC is the best air cargo team in the business.